Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Okay, so today we are talking about season nine, episode eight, called Rock in a Hard Place. So we start out at night. There's a teenage girl leaving the Casey's Great Plains Diner carrying a to-go box. She locks the door behind her. She walks around the corner and sets the to-go box next to a homeless man who is asleep, uh, leaning against a wall. She says, nighty night, Slim. And then she walks down the sidewalk and pauses as she, as she hears some like weird breathing behind her. <laughs> Concerning. <laughs> no one wants to hear weird breathing behind them really ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless we're in like a bedroom situation, I suppose. Even so. then. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess that's, that's weird. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't think that would matter. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? You know, like, why is this a thing that's happening right now? I, I guess you're right. <laughs> okay. Um, so she starts walking more quickly and then like looks behind her. Um, she, I guess she sees nothing. I don't I didn't write what she sees. Hmm. Okay. We're just going to go with she doesn't see the the creepy breather. So <laughs> she like rushes to her car. And of course, right when she gets there, she drops her keys. I, you know, this happens so often in like TV shows and movies that like, I just assume that's what you do in that situation is like, Oh, I've arrived to the safety spot. I need to drop my keys. I know, and make like, this more tense. Whoops. You know? Like- <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So uh, she like has to, I don't know, the keys kind of bounce under her car. So she crawls under her car to reach them. And then she's like, I'm going to crawl all the way under my car to hide from the creepy breather. So um, she hears footsteps coming towards her and pulls out her taser and turns it on. And I got to say, like, what, what year is this made of? Because that's a pretty cute little compact taser. So I liked it. Episode or season nine. So it was 2020, essentially, when yeah, okay. 15 happened. Mm-hmm. So that's six years before that. So 2014. Okay. I mathed. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I was like, you do it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I need a cute little taser like that. What's <laughs> my whole point? I mean, I'm pretty sure you could probably, I mean, you go to like a Cabela's and like those sorts of places and like they mm-hmm. have those things. So. Okay. I'm going to do it. I need one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so suddenly the car is lifted up above her uh, from the back end. And then there is, um, what did I write here? Oh, uh, <laughs> and then whoever is doing the car lifting uh, suddenly has this like, blue hot fire that looks like it engulfs her um so we cut to um wow i my notes are not right i'm not sure what i'm doing <laughs> i'm sorry it's all good. I'm already floundering uh, okay so um the girl we, she's unconscious we see her being dragged across a dirty floor uh, a trap door opens up and she is just plopped right in and then the hatch is kind of closed behind her. So we cut to the Men of Letters bunker kitchen. You okay? Yep. Loud bump. Okay. 
Okay. She hit the uh Maisie. Maisie she... was hitting the stuff that's underneath the desk. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh yeah, we're in the kitchen. Sam is sleeping on the table. He is snoring. That's kind of cute. Uh, <laughs> Dean comes in and pours himself some coffee. He grabs an empty bowl and like slams it on the table, kind of douchey to wake Sam up. <laughs> like, good morning, sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, asshole. You know? I know, right? Like, okay. <sighs> Dean says, hey. Sam says, hey. Dean says, you okay? Sam says, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, resting my head for a second. Uh, how's Kevin? He, uh, he find anything? Dean says, uh, Jack on about four days, no sleep. He looks worse than you. <laughs> Sam says, well, huh. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Sam says, huh? What about Crowley? Uh, do you think he might be lying about the whole, uh, Metatron spell being irreversible thing? Dean says, oh, Crowley lie. I do know one thing. Next time that junkie's jonesing for a hit of blood, we got leverage. Sam, still looking mostly asleep, yawns loudly. Dean says, seriously, you want a pillow? Sam <laughs> says, no, I'm fine. Dean says, you're sick. Sam says, no, I'm not sick. I'm just, uh, I feel like my battery can't recharge. Uh, then Dean's phone rings. So he pulls it out of his pocket and says, hello. And it is Jody. Yay. Yay. We Jody love her. Said, I know. I love her so much. Jody says, Hey, Dean, Jody Mills. Dean says, Sheriff Mills. He puts the phone on speaker and says, Hang on. Sam's here too. Sam says, Hey, Jody. Jody says, Hey, Sam. Jody says, uh, I got a bit of an oddball to pitch your direction. Dean says, Shoot. Jody says, A small town I cover outside of Sioux Falls. Uh, only crime to speak of being the occasional cow tipping. Then last week, four people go missing. Dean says, all right, so what makes you think this is our kind of weird? Jody says, I've got went out. <laughs> Jody says, I've got a witness who says he saw someone lift an SUV to nab a girl last night. So we cut to the Impala driving down a country road. It pulls up to Casey's Great Plains Diner and parks next to Jody's truck. Uh, the boys both get out and hug Jody. Super cute. Dean says, Sheriff, laying off on the blind dates, I hope. <laughs> Jody says, Yeah, you bite your tongue, boy. Like, I'm going to kick your ass. Thank yep. you. <laughs> right, right, right. Thanks for the reminder, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Was that necessary? No. No. <laughs> Sam says, Hey, so. Jody says, So, car was right over there. Ass over tea kettle. Now, normally, if someone would tell me that one guy lifted an SUV, I tell him to take a flying leap. But after what I've seen, Sam says, nothing's impossible. Jody says, uh-huh. Dean says, and this matches up with the other missing how? Jody says, well, four abductions, strong evidence left at every scene, literally. Sam says, so, first Vic was a pastor. Jody says, yeah, door of a study was punched in. And then the next two, an engaged couple. Dean says, locked bedroom window was ripped open. Jody says, mm-hmm. And then we have our waitress here with the topsy-turvy ride. Sam says, any other connection among them? Jody says, yeah, they were all members of Good Faith Church here. My uh, church group back in Sioux Falls was in a tizzy over it. Dean says, hmm. 
Jody says, what? Dean says, I didn't peg you for churchy. Jody says, yeah, you know, choking on the ladies room floor because of witchcraft kind of makes a higher power seem relevant. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> Dean says, Jody, are you sure you're uh, ready to jump back in the fray? Jody says, this wackadoo stuff keeps coming. More I know, better armed I'll be. Sam says, okay, so we have a uh, missing church folk and super strength. Maybe angels harvesting vessels. Could a buddy boil type thing? Could be a buddy boil type thing. Jody says, what? Angels? You're joking. Dean says, don't get your pants on fire. They suck. <laughs> Sam says, you said there was a witness. Jody says, yeah, well, more or less. So we cut to uh, Sam and Dean sitting at the restaurant booth and Jody and the homeless man, Slim, joining them. Jody says, okay, Slim, my friends here want to talk to you about the missing girl. Slim says, Honor. Her name was Honor. Nice girl. Always left me meatloafs. Dean says, hmm. <laughs> Sam says, Slim, why don't you tell us what you saw that night? Slim says, I heard a big noise, got woke, and there's somebody over there lifting a car up like this. And he holds his hands up above his head. Dean says, and did you happen to see who it was? Slim says, I was too far, but I saw a light go off. Sam says, a white light? Sim says, Sim? Slim <laughs> says, <laughs> Slim says, blue. Blue like fire, but not. And then she was, well, she wasn't there. Dean says, could you think of anything else? Slim says, no. Dean says, okay, well, Slim, thank you for your time. And then t Dean takes out his wallet and hands Slim a $20 bill. Slim, I don't know why I cannot say Slim. I can't want to be like Dim and Lim and Sim. Okay. <laughs> Slim takes the money very gratefully and leaves. Sam says, okay, so no white light. Dean says, no angel. Has anyone talked to the victim's families? Jody says, it's next on my list. Dean says, okay. And you said that they were all part of the same church. Jody says, mm-hmm. Dean says to Sam, ready to get your worship on so we <laughs> Sam looks you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so we cut to the outside of a very tall and imposing white church with good faith church in large letters on the front uh we see sam and dean sitting across the desk from a young woman named bonnie fuchko fuchko I don't remember. All of it feels like I'm swearing. I don't know why. Um, this actress <laughs> is played by one of the girls in the show, The Librarian, and she is just a hilarious in, in this episode, obviously, and um, on that show. So it was, I saw um, this episode before I watched that show. So seeing it again, I was like, oh, my God, it's her. <laughs> I love her. She's just like a crazy, awesome person. So. Yeah, you should watch librarians. Very good. <laughs> so, yeah, Bonnie Fuchko. Okay, how do you say this? F U T C H K O. F U T C H K O. Yeah. Fuchko. All right. I guess I I'm not right. Okay. <laughs> I I realize it doesn't matter, but I want to know. Okay, so <laughs> Bonnie says, "We hope you enjoyed the tour. Any questions before we get you boys registered?" Sam says, uh, yeah, uh, look, uh, Miss Fuchko, 
Bonnie says, oh, please. Bonnie will do just fine. Sam says, Bonnie, okay. Uh, we love the church. We do. But, well, we've heard that a few members have gone missing. And to be honest, that kind of scares us. Bonnie says, let me assure you, with our increased security, good faith has never been safer. And those people have got, who have gone missing, well, they are front and center in our prayers. Dean says, what a relief. Now, you must have been uh, close to them. Bonnie says, well, we do share the APU bond. Dean says, the APU? Bonnie says, our chastity group. Abstinence purifies us. Sam says, oh, wow. You mind if we sit in on that? Maybe see if it's for us? Bonnie says. <laughs> it's uh, not. <laughs> not it's, for you, it's buddy. Really not. Really not for either of you. <laughs> Bonnie says, I'm afraid it's members only. I'm sorry, but it can get pretty personal. Sam says, then count us in. Bonnie says, well, I'll be a squirrel in a skirt. I'll be back in a gif what? with the papers. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Not that I know of. All right. Like, I kind of want to Google it, but I'm also terrified of the images. So a squirrel nope. in a skirt. You're probably going to get a bunch of like taxidermy, I would, I would assume. Yeah. And I don't need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. We just did that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Bonnie leaves the room and we see her outside of the office pulling papers from a large filing cabinet. Uh, Dean says quietly to Sam, a chastity group. <laughs> Sam says, Dean, listen, if all the members were in APU, then maybe whatever took them is stalking virgins. Dean says, and that slim guy said he thought he saw a fire. So what are you thinking? Dragons? Sam says, hmm. And then Sam looks up as Bonnie returns and he shushes Dean. Bonnie says, all righty. And she hands both of the boys clipboards. She says, you can just sign there and your purification can begin. Sam reads off the paper, purity pledge. Bonnie says, it's a commitment to your virginity. Dean says, I don't think we can really unring yeah. that bell. Like, you well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, I don't think we can really unring that bell. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Bonnie is a little surprised and says, oh, I see. Well. If you just ask for God's forgiveness for your sins and make a new vow of chastity, well, then you'll be born again as a virgin in his eyes. Dean says, so you just hit the virginity do-over button and is all is good with the man upstairs? Bonnie looks totally shocked and says, it is not a button. <laughs> and this isn't just a piece of paper. I mean, this is your clean slate, your chance to be a virgin until marriage. Dean says, well, you had me at clean slate. Let's do this. So Dean and Sambo sign their real names to the bottom of their purity pledges. They hand them back to Bonnie. Bonnie says, congratulations, Sam and Dean Winchester. You are both virgins. <laughs> Sam and Dean both say, ah. <laughs> yep. And Dean smiles at Sam. So we cut to a dark underground room. It's got a few tiny candles burning on like ledges high up in the wall. We hear a girl crying. We hear the sound of a, the taser going, and we see Honor's face light up with the taser electricity light. Uh, Honor walks around limping and explores her uh, cave basement place, which is what I decided to call it, with the light mm -hmm. of the taser. She sees a ledge with some um, talcum powder and soap, and um, then she's startled by movement behind her. 
uh, Honor says, please stay away from me. So we cut to the Good Faith Church. Uh, the APU group is sitting in a room. It's a circle of like six women and Sam and Dean. The group leader named Susie welcomes everyone. Susie says, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Susie. I thought we'd begin with a silent prayer for our missing friends. So everyone closes their eyes in silent prayer, except for Dean, who is watching everyone, but mostly Susie. <laughs> Sam notices and clears his throat, and Dean quickly ducks his head. Susie says, amen. Now, does anyone have anything that they would like to share? Tammy, who is one of the women there, says, I wrote a new piece of verse. It's called, sex is a racket and God's ball is in your court. <laughs> I want to, but did uh, you think about the title? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I really want to hear that verse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Susie says, and we would love to hear that Tammy uh, later. Why don't we hear from our new friends, Sam, what brought you here to reclaim your virginity? Sam says, well, I guess because every woman I've ever had relationships with uh, or had relations with, sorry, uh, it hasn't ended well. And here I just want to say, peen of death. Huh? <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> Dean chuckles and says, he ain't lying. <laughs> Susie says, thank you for being here, Sam. Stay strong. Stay pure. And then all the women in the circle say, stay strong. Stay pure. <laughs> Susie says, and you, Dean? What set you on the path away from sin? Dean says, uh, hard to say exactly. Yeah, sex has always felt, I don't know, good, you know? I mean, really, really good. Uh, At that moment, Dean realizes who he's talking to and then says, uh, but uh, sometimes it just makes you feel bad, you know? You're drunk. (laughs) You're drunk. (laughs) I've gone too far. (laughs) Yeah. He says, you're drunk. You shack up. Then Dean starts smiling. He says, then it's the whole morning thing, you know, Hey, that was fun. And then adios, you know, always the adios. <laughs> then Dean looks pretty. Always the adios. <laughs> <laughs> then Dean looks wistful. He says, but you know, when you get down to it, what's the big deal, right? I mean, sure. There's the touching and the feeling mm. all of each other, my hands everywhere, tracing every inch of her body, the two of us moving together pressing and pulling and grinding (laughs) and then we see that all the women start shifting around very awkwardly they're like i don't know what to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's some leg crossing (laughs) dean says then you hit that sweet spot and everything just builds and builds and builds until it all just and then Dean makes an exploding noise. <laughs> Tammy, crushes- <laughs> Tammy then crushes her paper with her written God verse in her lap. <laughs> She's just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, so- no. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Sam gives Dean a what the fuck look <laughs> and clears his throat really? again. <laughs> Dean-, <laughs> Dean looks around and says, yeah, uh, but the whole thing was just a little too uh, sticky. So <laughs> I got my V card back. The end. Yeah, like, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Know your audience, Dean. I know. <laughs> That's right. not your audience. 
Yeah, I think he like wanted to make it his audience. So, you know, oh, probably he's yeah. like, I'm going to make this as uncomfortable as I can. Uh-huh. I want to see how many people I can make uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> if I got to wanna... be here, you got to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And now you all want to have sex with me. So there's that. <laughs> take that chastity. Okay. So, uh, so Sam says to Dean, uh, oh, did I say, okay, wait, so we cut to the end of the meeting and all the women are like putting away chairs. Sam says to Dean, hmm, so uh, we bit of an overshare, Dean. Dean says, I was purifying. Hey, does she look familiar to you? And Sam turns around and sees that Dean is looking at Susie. Sam says, Susie? Dean says, yeah, I swear I know her from somewhere. Dean says, oh, good, Dean, because that line never fails. Dean says, well, let's find out. And he says, yeah, (laughs) he smiles charmingly and then walks over to Susie. Bonnie rushes up uh, and taps Sam on the shoulder. Sam says, hey, Bonnie says, so Sam says, so Bonnie says, how did you like the meeting? Sam says, oh, I loved it. Yeah. uh, You know, I, I couldn't help but think about those who weren't here. Bonnie says, oh, honor. She's my favorite. Tammy overhears this and gets jealous. (laughs) Bonnie notices another uh, APU member stuffing cookies into a napkin to save for later. And Bonnie says, I mean, you could have thrown away. What else are you going to (laughs) do? I know. Uh, So Tammy goes up to Sam and says, her favorite? She has no idea what kind of girl Honor is. Sam (laughs) says, you don't say. Uh, Tammy, right? The poet? Tammy says, "Mm mm-hmm. Sam says, Tammy, why, uh, why don't you tell me what kind of girl honor is? So we cut to Dean talking to Susie. Dean says, are you sure we don't know each other? Susie says, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've never met Dean. Dean says, hmm. Susie says, wait, you're, you're new in town, right? Dean says, uh, yeah, new to town, new to this whole chastity thing. Susie says, well, I provide individual counseling. If you ever need to talk. <laughs> He's like, ooh, individual counseling. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sounds like sex to me. Yep. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> Dean says, so everyone in this group, they dished to you. Susie says, they confide. Abstinence is, well, it's really rough without support and education. Hey, you know what? I have some great books on the vow that really helped me. I live close. I'll just go grab them. Dean says, whoa, whoa, whoa. With a kidnapper on the loose? Susie says, no, I'll be fine. Dean says, tell you what, why don't I walk with you just to be safe, okay? Just give me a second. So we cut back to Sam listening in exasperated silence to Tammy rambling about Honor. (laughs) Tammy says, and I bake real cookies for the bake sale. Honor just brings Oreos. (laughs) Sam sees... Yep. Sam sees Dean coming towards him and says, oh, oh, you know what? Excuse me. So Dean walks up smiling to Sam and says, guess who's taking the teacher home? And then he says, research. (laughs) Sam says, you really think you're going to hit that? Dean, she's the chastity counselor. Dean says, yeah, I know. What about you? Any luck? Sam says, you mean, am I actually working? As a matter of fact, yes, I am. Dean says, all right, well, good luck with that. And then Dean walks back over to Susie and says, okay, lead the way. Susie says, okay. So Sam turns back to Tammy 
unhappily and says, Hey, sorry. So where were we? Tammy says, honor is going to hell. <laughs> so, Somebody is bitter. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we cut to Jody in the boys hotel room typing on the laptop. Sam comes in and says, Hey, Jody says, how was church? Sam says, well, it turned into confessional. Apparently two of our Vicks, Honor and Pastor Fred, did the dirty. Jody says, oh, well, they're not the only ones. Barb Blanton, our missing bride-to-be. Sam says, yeah. Jody says, her mom said she heard Barb and her fiance in Barb's bedroom. Sam says, going at it? Jody says, well, she said she heard sex noises, then Barb crying, then Neil telling Barb it didn't count because it was under 30 seconds. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So Sam kind of chuckles. And then Jody says, and then two hours later, she heard a smash and saw a flash of light under the door. Sam says, blue light? Jody nods and says, you know, I'm thinking whatever this is, it's not going after virgins, even born again virgins. Sam says, it's taking virgins who break their chastity vow. So dragons are off the list. Jody says, I'm sorry, dragons? Those are a thing? (laughs) Sam says, yeah, too many things are things. So we cut to Susie and Dean going into her apartment. Susie says, make yourself comfortable. So Dean takes off his jacket and then creepily watches Susie take off her hoodie leaving her just wearing like a tight tank top Uh, (laughs) she she sits down on her couch with her back to Dean his cell rings and we see that it's Sam Dean silences the call he says not now Kato and then he sees a small candle on the counter and lights it with a zippo which I mean dude that's weird you don't I know like what are you doing (laughs) to someone else's candle unless they ask you to yeah (laughs) or they're already naked maybe yeah like I don't know it's weird yeah that that was the wrong move um so he approaches Susie on the couch and then notices that she is crying Susie says I can't stop thinking about my friends I'm so scared for them will you pray with me Dean Dean looks real uncomfortable but says sure so he sits down next to her and we cut to Sam in the hotel trying Dean's other cell phone and gets the voicemail. It says, this is Dean's other, other cell, so you must know what to do. Sam leaves a message. He says, Dean, come on, call me. Jody looks at Sam uh, and says, uh, you know, for being bored again today, you sure look like crap. <laughs> Sam says, wait a I second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sam says, wait a second. Did you get... Jody says, born again? Sam says, yeah. Jody says, oh, Sam, I don't make promises I can't keep. <laughs> I just, I enjoy church. I mean, after after Bobby and Crowley, I needed something that made sense to me. You know, comfort, I guess. Sam says, yeah, I guess we're all looking for that. Jody says, except those that got it. Sam looks puzzled. And Jody says, come on, you and Dean? That's something special, don't you think? Sam looks out the window and shrugs. So we cut back to Dean and Susie. She is bending down to grab some books off a low shelf and her shirt rides up, showing her low back. Dean rolls his eyes and tries to look away, but can't. (laughs) Susie stands up and hands like eight books to Dean. 
She says, okay, so why don't you breeze through these? And I'm going to head to the little girl's room. Dean says, yeah. So Susie leaves and Dean walks over to the entertainment center, sets the books down and his phone rings again. He hits the answer button, but before he can put the phone to his ear, he notices a drawer cracked open with some DVDs in it. He, he evens, he opens <laughs> the drawer wider. He even cares. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I guess he's used to going through drawers, but I was like, dude, like, like you're not, what the fuck? Yeah. why, you know? Like- <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess he kind of is, but like also at the same time, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know, exactly. So he pulls up in the drawer and looks shocked, pulls out two Casa Erotica DVDs. <laughs> he stares at them and then Sam tries to get his attention from the phone. Sam says, hey, Dean. Hey, Dean, are you there? Dean finally makes the connection that the girl on the front of the DVDs is Susie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hear Sam say, hello, Dean. Dean. So Dean finally snaps out of a shock and puts the phone to his ear and says, Sammy, hey. Sam says, what's going on? Dean says, I found something big. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, yeah. But I found something nonetheless. (laughs) Sam says, yeah, so did we. So get this. It's not a dragon. Dean is still reading the back of the Casa Erotica DVDs. He says, "Uh uh-huh. Uh oh sam says dean dean says copy that and he quickly hangs up as he hears Susie coming back into the room he tries to hide the dvds behind his back as he turns around to face her dean says hey or should i say hola she's like what the fuck yeah um i guess i didn't say that the front of the dvds uh has sort of a mexican or spanish or something like that theme something going hispanic on. theme yeah <laughs> Something's going on there yeah. in that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why he is now speaking Spanish. <laughs> Susie <laughs> says, uh, why? Dean says, no reason, no reason. Susie says, are you okay? Dean says, me? Uh, I'm great. Why? <laughs> Susie says, uh, you seem, I don't know, nervous. Dean laughs nervously and says, nervous? No, I'm not nervous. Carmelita. <laughs> Susie's face falls and she says, so you've seen my work. Listen, (laughs) I don't blame you if you want to be assigned a new counselor. I get it. Dean says, no, no. Are you kidding me? I mean, you're, you're a freaking legend. (laughs) Susie kind of panicky says, no, I am. I am not that girl anymore. I moved here. I changed my name. That girl was, was horrible. Dean says, Listen, uh, Susie, I've seen a lot of awful things, stuff and nightmares, okay? But you, you're the good dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We find that creepy, but Susie smiles slightly. (laughs) Dean says, and nobody in Hartford knows? Susie says, yeah, what am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah, hey, I used to be a porn star. Let's pray. Dean says, I mean, that's fair. You know, right, like, right. How do you like explain that away? Right. You really don't, you know, like, you don't. Yeah. Dean says, well, they do not appreciate you. I mean, the things you can do that scene with the tacos. <laughs> Susie smiles wider and says, yeah. Dean says, made me want to join a mariachi band just to be near you. <laughs> 
Susie, <laughs> Susie kind of looks at Dean enticingly and says, well, you are now. Dean is like, I am, aren't I? And then Dean or Susie slowly moves closer to Dean. She says, you're not like the other guys in town, are you? You're kind of a bad boy. <laughs> Dean says, I don't know. Why didn't you ask me that in Spanish? <laughs> and I'm not going to say this right because, yes, I took two years of Spanish and remember none of it. So she says, Eres un chico malo. I don't That's know. That's close I said enough. That right. Okay. <laughs> Dean says, See. <laughs> and then Susie quickly kisses Dean very passionately. Uh, he lifts her up while they're still kissing. And, and isn't they, there like mariachi music playing in the yeah, background or something? So, yeah, all this? yeah, there was. <laughs> and then they slowly fall out of the camera's view. So we cut to Honor in the dark underground room. She hears strange noises and is clearly terrified. Uh, she finds a cupboard that has matches and a lamp. So she lights the match, uh, which is weirdly convenient. Don't you think, Honor? I just I know, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, what? Why is that there? Um, Honor says, ah, oh, and she sees that there is a body on the floor. Uh, she bends over it and says, Pastor Fred. Uh, sorry, Eric just came in and gave me a burrito, which is strangely <laughs> appropriate for the, <laughs> the moment. How did he know? <laughs> I know. He just knows. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, Pastor Fred's eyes fly open and it scares the crap out of Honor, who jumps right into uh, two other people. Honor says, ah, and then she says, Neil, Barb, what happened to him? Neil says, what do you think? He's starving to death, just like we will if we don't get out of here. Honor says, why didn't you tell me who you were? I was so scared. Barb says, we were scared. And then we hear a loud creaking sound above them. So Neil, Barb, and Honor hide, and there's a bright flash of blue light, uh, kind of fire-ish light. Uh, when it ends, they crawl out of their hidey holes to see that Pastor <laughs> Fred is no longer there. Honor says, where'd he go? And then off in the distance above them, they hear Pastor Fred scream. So we cut back to the hotel room. Jody is typing on the laptop, and she looks up and sees that Sam is putting on his jacket. Jody says, what's up? Sam says, this thing is taking people that break their vows, right? Jody says, yeah. Sam says, Dean and Susie, it's been over an hour. <laughs> I like that that means they're having sex for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. It's been like, Dean doesn't have anything that intelligent to say for that long. Like, something is happening. <laughs> Dean has been alone with a woman for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to Susie and Dean uh, walking to her door while putting their clothes back on. Susie says, I got to say, I really miss that. Dean says, I miss it already. And then Dean pulls her head towards him and kisses her again. She wraps both her arms around Dean's neck and kisses him back. They kiss for a while. Um, then they stop the spit swapping. <laughs> Dean says, okay. And he turns to open the front door. When he does, both he and Susie are thrown backwards into the apartment in a flash of blinding blue firelight. They land and are unconscious. So we cut back to the underground room. Barb has lost her shit completely and is dragging her broken and bleeding fingernails down the stone walls. What? 
On like our- that to me was like the worst part of the whole episode was like her yeah. just like scraping her fingers bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was no. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was not okay. Mm-mm. Honor horrified, like, is like, what are you doing? Barb <laughs> starts crying and she says, I'm so thirsty. So thirsty. There has to be a way out. Uh, Neil turns away and Honor watches as Barb puts her bleeding fingers into her mouth to drink her own blood because she's that thirsty. So uh, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No good. Yeah. So they all hear the trap door being opened above them. So they go to check it out and they see uh, Susie and Dean are on the floor now uh, regaining consciousness. Well, Susie's regaining consciousness. Dean is still unconscious. Susie says, hey, Dean. And she shakes him. She says, Dean, hey, come on. Dean, Dean. And Dean jerks awake and says, where are we? Neil says, hell. <laughs> it's dramatic, but okay. Well, I mean, I like, mean yeah. sure, but okay. You know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we cut to Sam in Susie's apartment. He has found the Casa Erotica DVDs and is starting to figure that shit out. <laughs> Jody walks into the apartment. Sam says, hey. Jody says, hey. Sam says, neighbors see anything? Jody says, a flash of blue. Sam says, huh. Jody says, you're sure Dean was here? Sam holds up the DVDs and says, oh, yeah. I think he crossed someone off his bucket list. <laughs> He's so, like, I know what happened, the little twerp, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so we cut back to the dark underground room. Uh, Dean is on the ladder trying to push open the tightly shut trap door. Neil says, we tried. There's no escape. Susie says, are we going to run out of air? Neil says, I don't think so. And he points to a vent in the wall. He says, somebody wants us to die nice and slow. Honor says, and then it's going to take us just like it took Pastor Fred. Dean says, what took him? Honor says, we couldn't see exactly. It was so bright. It was like it was on fire. So we cut back to Sam and Jody in the hotel room. Jody is researching on the laptop. Jody says, hey, virgins, fire. Sound familiar? <laughs> Sam is reading over her shoulder and says, Vesta, Roman goddess of the hearth. Hearth? Hearth? It's hearth. That's hearth. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird that I even had to ask that, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Jody says, in ancient Rome, six virgins were dedicated to this chick every year. Their main duty was to tend Vesta's hearth, which sounds like a euphemism, but that's fine. I know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Sam says, wait, so fire is connected to virginity? Jody says, yeah, the girls had to be pure because fire is the symbol of purity. Sam says, huh, okay. As long as Vesta's fire was kept lit, Rome received a good harvest. Jody says the virgins had to stay celibate for 30 years. If they broke their vows, they were buried alive. Um, that is a long time to <laughs> and like not only buried alive, stay away from, you know, others bits, but also like <laughs> your own really, you know? Like I wonder what counts for that. <laughs> you know, like I'm pretty sure chastity means like nothing, like not even your own downtown, yeah, I, you know. I would assume probably, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should look that up. But I don't know. I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say everyone's nethers are a no-go. So <laughs> 
Probably. Yeah. (laughs) So we cut back to the dark underground room. Uh, Dean tries once more to open the trap door, but it doesn't budge. Dean says, son of a bitch. And he climbs down the ladder. Susie says, Dean, maybe God wants us down here because of what we did. Dean says, trust me, this is not God's work. Uh, Dean checks his pockets and says, son of a, Susie says, what's wrong? Dean says, they took my phone, luckily. And then he pulls out a second phone and says, I keep a spare. So he holds the phone over his head and says, come on, bars. So Honor watches Dean attempt to use his phone and then sees Neil staring at her very creepily. Uh, We cut back to Jody and Sam in the hotel. Jody, still reading from the laptop, says, Vesta was often enveloped in a blue halo of light, which she could control at will to disorient, to maim, ooh, or to kill. Ooh. <laughs> ooh yeah. <laughs> Sam says, okay, what about some way to kill her? A weapon or something? Uh, Jody goes back to typing, and then Sam's phone rings, so he answers. Sam says, Dean. Dean says, Sam, Sammy. <laughs> Sam says, Dean, hey, Dean, at his end of the call is very staticky. He says, hey, listen to me. I'm in, but then his voice cuts out. Sam says, Dean, what? Dean says, underground. Sam says, say it again. I can't hear you. Dean says, we're some kind of, and then the call is cut out. Sam says, Dean, I lost him. Jody says, what? (laughs) Sam says, listen, there's some kind of, Sam says, listen, is there some kind of train station around here or something? I could have sworn I heard a whistle. So we cut back to the underground room. Barb and Neil are whispering in the corner. Barb says, don't, Neil, please don't. But Neil shushes her. Dean overhears them and says, don't what, Neil? Neil says, just mind your beeswax, pal. (laughs) Dean goes over to Neil and says, hey, hey, listen, we're all stuck down here together. So you got something to say, you say it. Neil says, okay, look, whatever that fireball thing was, it's taking the weakest and I am not going to be next. So the way I see it, her legs busted anyway. And he motions to honor. He says, we serve her up. It could buy us some time. How rude. That's not very cool, Neil. Yeah. No. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Honor says, screw you, Neil. Dean shoves Neil against the wall and says, busted leg? Try sprained ankle, okay? No one's serving anybody up. Neil says, we are under the gallows, all of us. Give it honor. It might save the rest of our necks, unless you have a better plan. Dean says, maybe I do. Maybe we will give him you. Oh, what, you don't like that idea? Then shut up. (laughs) So we cut back to the hotel room. Uh, Sam finds the train info on his laptop and says, here we go, 8 p.m., Train out of Sioux Falls, 79, 79 miles an hour. What's five miles east of Hartford? Anything? <laughs> okay, so what this moment reminded me of, <laughs> have you, you watched Big Bang Theory, right? Yes. Okay, so you know when like, I don't remember what episode it is, but at one point, Howard, I think he's like drunk or something and he takes like a beer bottle or some sort of glass something and like drops it down the elevator shaft and like sits there and listens and waits for it to like, crash and that he like so here's the crash right and then he like does some calculations and he's like okay it's about this many feet down there you know <laughs> from just like hearing the sound of the crash yeah. and how long it took for it to drop you know and it's just like 
dude. You know, like, <laughs> that's what yep. that kind of reminded me. Yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. I I like vaguely remember something like that, but not completely. I yeah. actually haven't seen all of that show. I I uh, I really need to finish it. Like the last couple seasons, I didn't finish. Yeah, I've seen like I think up through like season like eleven or twelve or something like that, but mm-hmm. not anything yeah. past or no. Did they only have like twelve seasons? I think I I've no seen idea. like everything except for the last like season or maybe two, whatever yeah. number yeah. that is. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, where am I? Sammy doing math. That's where I am. Okay. Sam says, what's five miles east of Hartford? Anything? Jody says, uh, pasture mostly. No, the old Wimmer farm or Weimer farm, Wimmer, whatever. Man, oh. <laughs> uh, so they both jump up to leave. Sam says, wait, anything on a weapon? Jody checks the laptop and says, oak stained in virgin blood. Where are we going to get a virgin? <laughs> Sam suddenly realizes and says, I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Jody smiles kindly at him and says, I think we need the real McCoy here, Sam. <laughs> so we cut back to Tammy back at the church, looking at Sam and Jody in horror. Tammy says, you need what? <laughs> Sam says, your blood. Jody says, just a dab. Tammy says, but pagans use blood are you pagans (laughs) sam says what pagan no look it's for a weapon that tammy says you are in a house of god your psycho rituals aren't gonna fly here (laughs) sam says okay we don't have time for this tammy says i don't have time for devil worshipers i'm calling the cops and then jody elbows tammy very hard in the face and says i am the cops (laughs) come at me sister (laughs) yeah tammy wipes at her bleeding nose and says what the fudge lady (laughs) then jody gets some kind of napkin and wipes some of the blood off of tammy's face puts it in her pocket and says wipe your nose dear (laughs) so we cut to the impala driving to the old farm it's nighttime now um did I say we're with no okay so Sam and Jody uh they walk into an abandoned barn with their flashlights out and on they glance around Sam whispers Jody and he motions her to go one way while he goes the other uh we cut back to the underground room Honor and Susie are sitting together Susie is spinning her purity ring on the table (laughs) Honor says you broke too huh Susie says guess I'm not as strong as I thought I was I mean, in the face of Dean Winchester, who is right. I mean, that's fair. You know, right. <laughs> I, mean, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So we cut to Sam, who's still looking in the barn. He sees the trap door and starts to clear the dirt and the hay off of it. Uh, we cut back to the underground room. Honor puts her hand on Susie's <laughs> and says, God forgives. You told me that yourself. Then there's a banging sound above Dean's head. Neil starts freaking out and says, told you it's back for one of us. What are you going to do now? Right. You should have listened to me. Dean says, shut up. And then we hear Sam yell. Uh, he yells, Jody. And Jody yells, Sam. Sam yells, Dean, we're here. We're going to get you out. Jody says, I found it. <laughs> Dean says, Sammy, Sammy. Oh, I missed a part. Dean climbs the ladder to the trap door He starts banging on the underside of it and says, Sammy, (laughs) Sammy, Sam says, Hey Dean, we're here. We're going to get you out. So Sam tries to pry open the door, but is suddenly flung away by an invisible force. 
Jane says, Sammy, are you still there? Jody rushes in to see, surprise, Sam unconscious on the floor. <laughs> because he is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Jody Just says. what happens with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Jody says, Sam. And then Jody is grabbed by someone. And it turns out to be Bonnie. Bonnie shoves Jody up against a post and pulls her left glove off with her teeth. Bonnie says, now, now, shh. Bonnie's left pointer finger lights up a brilliant blue. Jody says, really? This is how a goddess acts. Bonnie, who is the Vesta, obviously, says, what? Jody says, I'm sort of new to this, but you know, a Roman deity burying people alive in a barn? Sort of pathetic, don't you think? Bonnie punches Jody in the face and says, it only got pathetic when I started having to do it myself. Because of that hippie from Bethlehem, before him, they practically threw virgins at me. And now, Jody says, they let your fire go out. They forgot about you. Yeah, I know. Sucks to be Lindsay Lohan, doesn't it? <laughs> and then Bonnie punches Jody again. Bonnie says, actually, I figured if you can't beat them, join them. That's right. And she throws a tarp off of a table that is covered in gorn blood. Bonnie says, I adapted. Now I chew on the cut of prayer. Heck, I even got a sweater set. So we cut back underground. Dean is running his fingers over the trap door and he finds a rusty screw. Dean says, screwdriver, anybody. So Honor finds a pair of scissors in the first aid kit. Okay, what? Really? Like there's matches and first aid kits down there. I'm confused. <laughs> like, how did we not like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> Honor says, Hey, hit from the first aid kit. And she hands the scissors to Dean, uh, back upstairs. Bonnie throws Jody onto the table and starts tying her down. Jody says, ah, <laughs> Bonnie says they used to beg to stay pure for me. And now I have to drag them kicking and screaming. And they're not even real virgins. They're born again. You want to talk about pathetic? Jody says, yeah, you're a real charity case. Bonnie says, oh, no, sweetheart. This isn't charity. I take what I deserve. Uh, we cut back to Dean, who is unscrewing the trap door nails. Uh, back upstairs, Bonnie says, when those trollops are about to die, soaked in their juicy fear, I eat their livers. <laughs> because that's the only part right. of them. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> because that's the only part of them still working to purify the body that they've trashed. Now, normally I like them weaker, but let's just call this a hunter's exception. Shall we? Jody says, sure. And then she pulls out the oak steak dipped in virgin's blood. Uh, I don't remember her getting an arm free or maybe she hadn't been fully tied down yet. I can't remember. I don't remember. Either. Yeah. But apparently she has an arm free. So she, <laughs> she pulls out the virgin blood steak and tries to stab Bonnie. But Bonnie pulls it out of her hands and holds it over Jody. Bonnie says, this is how a goddess acts. Suddenly, Sam attacks Bonnie from behind and Bonnie falls forward, stabbing Jody in the chest. Um, and Bonnie flings Sam back into uh, a stall. So we cut to Dean, who's still working on the trapdoor screws. He says, come on, come on, come on. Um, back upstairs. Did I miss something? Back upstairs, uh, Bonnie powers up her blue finger and presses it, <laughs> <laughs> presses it against Sam's stomach. 
in the background, Jody painfully pulls a stake out of her chest area. Sam says, ah! <laughs> and Bonnie stops blue fingering Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no (laughs) and uh bonnie says what's wrong with you sam says what bonnie says your liver it's no good dear boy you're all duct tape and safety pins inside how are you alive and then suddenly jody stabs bonnie with the virgin blood stake from behind uh bonnie's face bursts into brilliant blue, blue flames and she falls to the ground dead Jody rolls her eyes and drops the stake. Sam gets to his feet and Dean finally pops the trap door open. He looks around and says, what I miss? So we cut back to the hotel. Uh, Jody's arm is in a sling as she packs up her things. Sam says, heading out. Jody says, yeah, I'd tell you boys to stay out of trouble, but what's the point? So Sam hugs Jody goodbye and accidentally squeezes her bad shoulder. She says, ow. Dean, uh, Dean hugs Jody and says, thanks for bailing me out. Jody says, oh, what can I say? I'm getting the hang of this. Sam says, drive safe. Jody says, thanks. She heads out the door and says, don't get the door for me or anything. And then she leaves. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> so Sam sighs and sits on the bed. Dean says, what's up? Sam says, what if there is something wrong with me? Something really wrong. Dean says, you're just cropped out, man. You need some rest. Sam says, oh, it's more than that. I mean, Bonnie says, I was practically dead inside. Dean says, oh, and she's in the circle of trust now? (laughs) Sam says, why would she lie? Dean says, it's probably the trials, okay? Probably some sort of, you know, after effect. It's not like you're bouncing back from the flu here. I mean, you were glowing with freaking trial juice. (laughs) Sam says, I don't know. Dean says, well, what else would it be? Sam says, why does it have to be something else? It's always something else. We're, all, we're always scraping to find some other explanation when maybe it's just me. Dean says, oh, come on, Sam. Sam says, I'm a mess, Dean. You know it. And sometimes I feel like maybe I'm never actually going to be all right. Dean says, you will, all right? Because whatever it is, we'll figure it out. Sam says, or this is just the way I am. Dean closes his eyes and shakes his head and goes to sit next to Sam. Dean says, I can't, I can't let you put this on yourself. Listen to me. It's not you, Sam. And then Sam's eyes glow bright blue and Ezekiel starts to speak. He says, I wouldn't do that. Dean. Dean says he deserves to know. Ezekiel says, your brother is not ready. If he ejects me, he will not make it. Dean says, damn it, Zeke, how much longer we got to keep playing this? Ezekiel says, not much longer. I promise you that. And then his eyes glow blue again. And now it is Sam in control. Sam says, what? (laughs) Dean looks really guilty and says, what? (laughs) Sam says, what? What? What's not me? Dean says, nothing. I just, I meant that if there is something wrong, it's not your fault. We'll deal with that. You got to have a little faith, Sammy. Dean stands up and starts packing. Sam warily picks up his bags and slowly walks out the door. Dean looks sad and guilty and credits. 
Okay, so I only have a couple of thoughts. Um, the first one is that Tammy is why Christians get a bad rap. <laughs> oh no! And yes, yes. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see this that completely. Yeah. This is why people have problems is because of people like her. <laughs> not all yeah. like that. Just no, saying, it's not. Know? It's not. And they didn't represent it all like that either. They were just like, no, here's one, sure. one, you know, stereotype extreme. And let's here's the that. one crazy person. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, like people are like, oh yeah. Like, I don't know. People seem to think that like a lot of people are like that. And I can just say that they're not, you know, mm-hmm. like. There yeah. are some for sure. There, yeah, there absolutely is some, mm-hmm. but like not enough for that to be the, you know, the stereotype, how it should so. be represented. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, also, like it is not believable that Jody didn't die. <laughs> she got like, she got stabbed, stabbed. by that stake. Yeah. Like stabbed, it, stabbed, not I, like a little stabbing. Like, <laughs> Okay. Two questions. How deep did the stake go? Because I kind of felt like, oh, that's deep enough to maybe kill her. And also, like, was it in her abdomen, too, or something? I thought, well, I really looked at that. I thought it was her chest. I wrote that it was her chest. Um, When I was looking at, like, you know, transcripts and things, it was like abdomen. But I was like, no. That's not an abdomen. That's yeah, like I that's like your testicle area. So. The testicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that she got stabbed in the chest, mm-hmm. and then like I was like, "There's no way she's gonna get a lung punctured, whatever, you know." And apparent, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, it was her shoulder." Yeah, no, no, no. You know, like yeah, that was weird. No. I I did like pause on that. I had to like rewatch it and be like, mm, "No." So that's not it. Yeah. So, but like, I never. Yeah. She yeah, should have died. <laughs> yeah. yeah or they weird. should have been better about actually stabbing her in the shoulder. Right. <laughs> instead of blatantly in the chest, you know, yeah. like that's a thing. So because she had an arm sling afterwards. And so mm-hmm. if she did get stabbed in the shoulder, that would really make sense for the arm sling. But like yeah. maybe in the chest, I mean, I don't really know my anatomy, uh, certainly as well as you do, of course. But like, is I that feel like if thing? you got stabbed in the chest, you'd just be dead. You know, like. <laughs> right there would be no arm slings involved because like (laughs) hey you can still move your arm your arm's not broken right yeah that's why I was like why is she wearing an arm sling now but I just assumed that I knew very little about the topic and that's why so yeah no it didn't make any sense and I'm not saying I'm an like an an anatomy expert or anything or a medical Um, expert but you did study it for your profession so which I I did not so you do definitely know more I guess I should say I don't know a lot about like trauma wounds you know like and what those would potentially do I've seen a lot of people that have had trauma wounds after they've had said trauma wounds and have kind of you know recovered after that but not like Macy's itching herself (laughs) I can hear it I can also see it and it's making her ears collar yeah (laughs) but yeah like in the it yeah. didn't seem believable to me. Yeah, that I noticed. I noticed that too. It was a weird kind of like what, but okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Eh. All right. <laughs> I go with it. I'm glad she didn't die. Obviously. Oh no, I'm so. totally glad she didn't die. I'm not saying I wanted her to die. Right, I'm just right, saying right. like she should have. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then they would have had to bring her back, and it would have been a whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Well, my favorite, well, there's a lot of funny stuff in this episode, which I appreciated. Um, my favorite, it's more of a scene, series of events. 
Um, but mostly it was like, we're just going to start it right when Dean finds the Casa Erotica DVDs. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to say, I thought you were going to have the same one as me and you don't. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just no. this whole like, oh my God, it's her. And yeah. then she comes in and he's like fumbling to hide the DVDs behind his back. <laughs> and then he's like, hola Carmelita. <laughs> she's like, and then she's like, no, no, that's bad. But then suddenly she's like, oh, maybe it's good. I and know. Then, like, you know, that wasn't too, that was, I was kind of thinking of talking about that too, like mm-hmm. as a thought, because like, that didn't seem super believable. Somebody who's like, I have dedicated my life to now I am no longer doing these things. And all of a sudden to just like flip that. So it should be like, never mind. You know, like, <laughs> I think, didn't he say something like, like she was like, that girl was a nightmare or horrible or something. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like I know nightmares or horrible or whatever. And you're like, the good dreams and she was like I think she was like oh maybe that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about my porn (laughs) you know (laughs) and I was like you know I think I think that point like kind of he was very sincere you know at that moment I mean even though while still being you know hilarious but um, I think that is what flipped it for her so still not really believable no but uh yeah (laughs) yeah the whole that whole interaction was pretty funny i i enjoyed it i wasn't expecting it and uh i'm glad it yeah. happened yeah also yeah. this is a spoiler question so you don't have to answer but i truly want to know um there are many seasons to go is this dean's last like get down that we I honestly see? couldn't tell you i don't okay. know okay and should you answer that if you did know i don't know but i like, shouldn't answer it probably yeah. if i did know but yeah i mean like okay kind of spoiler but not like the boys don't have as many sex scenes in the later episodes because hey like they're married and have kids like i'm sure that's probably the reason you know <laughs> like they're like yeah, hey yeah sure yeah don't do this as often anymore you know mm-hmm. like yeah but, i mean i don't know if it, this is the last one i don't i'm sure there's probably other you know like i was just, just trying to remember you know? but like everything that happens like from now into the future in the show except for possibly like the last season it's all jumbled up on where it is in the timeline to no me. i remember one there's okay there's another one <laughs> i don't I think remember. it's i mean i in between now and then i don't know yeah. if there's much but i think there is one that's like it's not a sex scene but it's like alluded to that i think Okay. So like, I don't remember any others. Clearly but... Dean is not like off of girls, you know, oh, no, not no, off no. of his game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, the only reason that I think that wouldn't happen again, besides like, like the real life reasons would just yeah. be like, there's so much other like horrible shit going on. And yeah, not a lot of it deals with like spending a sex amount of time <laughs> with, <laughs> with like an attractive girl, really, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that you aren't in like a, horrible situation things where, just get worse and worse yeah it's not really appropriate to like the big baths get my, bigger and badder you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah like i want to keep my underwear on in this situation yeah yeah, so, yeah like, i get that yep. <laughs> my underwear should stay firmly in place <laughs> yeah i might need to change them later but they will stay firmly in place for now all right all right <laughs> okay well what was your favorite moment uh okay mine was when um Dean got everybody all hot and bothered because he was like purifying <laughs> himself. Yeah. He was like, you know, ta- like explaining all of the things, and all of like the girls in the abstinence group are going like, ah! 
you know? Yeah. And that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was amazing. I wonder if that's like, I mean, there must be real life chastity groups, right? That's gotta oh, be Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. So I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure. Did, hmm, I'm sure <laughs> I would love to see that happen. <laughs> in one of those groups. <laughs> just be like, I need a Dean Winchester. Somebody come mm-hmm. out, like, hey, Jensen. <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. you to like, remember this script from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Rehearse again. I'm going to need you to perform. We're going to have to make some people uncomfortable. <laughs> I gotta wonder if like, if the person like talking about like, oh, I'm giving up all the like sensual grinding and then I put my hands here and then, uh, <laughs> you know, like if that person doing that didn't look like Jensen Ackles, if they would have been it like, would be immediately, so well, I think, I think like the leader of the group would like immediately shut that down. Be like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Yeah. Yeah, like we are not talking about that. I mean, let's be real. Even if they were cute, they would probably get shut down. Like that part wasn't super realistic. Yeah. However, when they look like Jensen Ackles, (laughs) like you don't say stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sorry. (laughs) Well, but like, yeah, I mean obviously that's they they did that for a reason but i don't think that's very realistic you know? <laughs> i'm like, sure it's not i don't think it would actually go down that way but <laughs> you know. eh, you know. yeah okay all right whatever that was a good judge. moment yeah i i did i did very much enjoy that moment that was hilarious <laughs> and like i was expecting sam to look a little more uncomfortable not in the same way that the girls were uncomfortable oh no 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 but like more i mean he was like dude what the fuck but i would assume i know he was just like dude like i mean that's the thing is like i don't think either of them really have filters so i don't think any of this is like new information yeah he's probably just like oh gross dude you know because it's his brother but like if anybody else would have been like saying that sort of stuff he would have been like okay whatever you know like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) all right i don't know (laughs) at least i would think that i don't i don't really know but yeah yeah that's cool it was a good moment yeah yeah a good one. <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> um so our interesting facts from this episode um the first one says both james kirk a guest star in this episode and jensen ackles starred in the tv show dark angel from 2000 um they played the same character ben uh james played the younger version and jensen the older version <sighs> okay I feel like I knew that maybe I read the interesting facts like a little bit ago I feel like you said that like in last week's episode uh, I don't know are you on the right are you on the right episode of interesting facts because it could be yeah. very okay all right I must have just gone through them myself earlier <laughs> and that's why that sounds familiar to me oh yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah I, I don't like, remember I don't remember reading this before so I okay all right we'll go I with mean, you but like <laughs> hey I have ADD and do I remember everything no so <laughs> yeah it's okay I have There's no memory right now it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um so the next one is says Lindy Booth starred in the movie Cry Wolf 2005 uh, with Jared Padalecki. Um, also in the cast was Jared's former fiance Sandra McCoy. I didn't know he had a fiance before Genevieve. Like I feel like in the back of my mind I knew that, but like well there was that one like Crossroads demon from like season two or something that was like I think it was Jared's girlfriend at the time of filming, but um, 
I wonder if she that's not her. She wasn't in this episode for sure. Um, but yeah, former fiance. I don't even know if I knew he had a former fiance. And who was she? Wait, Sandra I'm McCoy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, who does she That's play? All I got for you. Okay, um, so Jared's former fiance was in this episode. Is what you just said to me, right? Yes. Okay. Let me try and let me, I'm gonna look at the um. I'm gonna IMDb uh, this bullshit. Not the okay. photos, but the cast. Supernatural. Um, What's the name of this episode again? <laughs> Rock in a hard place. There we go. Okay. I feel like we're so prepared for this, but that's fine. I know, right? We're going to give you the information. No, no, no. Come on. Cast. There we go. I think we're in the Um, same exact thing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Lindy Booth was Bonnie, right? And she's the, the Vesta. Vesta. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's who he was in the other show with, or the movie with, was it a show or a movie? Uh, I have to go back. Hold on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then who is the other, the, the fiance? It says so she's in here, but she's not. So I'm, I'm thinking somebody lied for the interesting facts because that's definitely not a thing. It said Sandy McCoy. Okay. Let's look at Sandy McCoy or Sandra McCoy. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And that, she's not showing up in the cast for the episode and there's not very, unless she was an extra, maybe. Maybe. Here's Sandra McCoy. I see her in Cry Wolf, which is not a movie that I saw. And she does not look familiar to me. So. Hold it up to the screen. I want to see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me make it bigger. Sorry, you guys have to deal with this. Does she look like she was in the episode? No. I can't think of. Maybe she was just sitting in the. It's very possible she was an group. extra. And yeah, like... sitting in the chastity group, but like. That's a weird mm-hmm. place everybody to hang out where I think because okay, there's only like, like four or five of them, and that would be really an awkward place to encounter your ex fiance. So it's <laughs> in a fake chastity group. <laughs> yeah, that seems weird. So okay, maybe yeah. just someone wrote that wrong. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, now I'm like doubting all the things where it's like this person was in this episode and they knew them for this. And like, I, now I'm doubting all the things that they say, but I think this is kind of like Wikipedia, right? Like anybody can add these interesting facts. So yes, I think so too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Who knows? I am looking at Sandra McCoy's um, you know, work <laughs> that uh-huh. she's done. And it does say that she was in Supernatural in season one. Uh, the episode was called Crossroad Demon. But like, so maybe this is, I think the, that's who you're thinking about. That is, it just doesn't look like her. Maybe this is a really young picture of her. Oh, well, what okay. does that look like? Show me that one. <laughs> I don't know her name here. Let me just look up Jared Padalecki's ex fiance's. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've come to people. <laughs> uh, Jared Padlecks. Nope. That's not right. <laughs> when we dive, we dive deep. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> It would help if I spelled Padalecki, right? Um, X fiance. Show me pictures. Show me people. Sandra McCoy. Yeah, okay. She looks like this is what she looks like in that. It's just a blurry picture. Good God, Google. <laughs> Give me something. Okay, here she is here. In Supernatural? Uh, 
Yeah. So that's the, I'm trying to oh, get it. Oh yeah. Sorry. I can't even make that up. There no, we go. No, you're good. There you go. Yeah. I, I remember okay. that kind of. Yeah. So I'm looking down at her pictures and I think I did see a picture of her looking like that. So like do, 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 do. Google hates me. We should move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I think they we'll just be- got the episode wrong. That yeah. She, that she guessed in. Yeah. That's what I think is going on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, yeah. did it? Hold on. So it says Lindy Booth starred in the movie Cry Wolf from 2005. So that's the one that plays the Vesta with Jared Padalecki yeah. in 2005. Mm-hmm. Also in the cast was Jared's former fiance, Sandra McCoy. So does that mean from Cry Wolf or does that mean from this episode? Oh, now I'm, now I'm double guessing <laughs> myself. Like, are they saying that she was in this episode or are they saying that she was also in Cry Wolf? Right. I think they were just like saying that she was also in Cry Wolf. I'm going to check now. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. Well, because you just said that you said you found her in Cry Wolf or something like that, right? No, I found Lindy in Cry Wolf. So uh, (laughs) I know, I know. What? (laughs) Why is this so hard? Uh, Sandra McCoy is also in Cry Wolf. Okay, we figured it out, people. Okay, so that's what they were talking about. We oh, Bon Jovi's in this movie. I need to watch this. (laughs) Let's see, 2005. Yeah, this does not look familiar. Okay. All right. Next time you come over, we know what we're doing. <laughs> Watching Cry Wolf. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. So moving on. <laughs> Sorry says, about that. No, no, no. You're good. We both went down that trail. <laughs> um, it says Sam calls Dean at the chastity group or at the chastity group leader's house. And Dean hangs up without answering saying, not now, Cato. Um, he could be quoting Inspector Jacques so from the 1960s pink panther movie series or the green hornet's faithful manservant huh okay yeah i don't know about any of those really i don't know in green hornet but i know yeah. pink panther i don't that's i mean i obviously know like what that is but i haven't seen any of it so so you remember in pink panther or like have you seen any clips or anything of oh, i mean okay. i remember like commercials so like there's a guy that's like his like kind of manservant or whatever but like i don't even know what you'd call him his butler i uh, i don't know um but anyways he like randomly attacks him at rant at times because he's like trying to keep him on his toes right and he wants him to do this he wants him to like randomly attack him and keep on his toes so they'll like destroy the house because like his butler will just like come at him out of nowhere and they'll like fight for you know like Mm -hmm. and like use lamps to like hit each other i mean just like it's kind of it's kind of dumb but also a little bit funny also like you say that and all I get that like just reminds me of the Tomb Raider movies for some reason with Angelina like I don't think I've seen those what (laughs) you know who's in them which is why I continue to love them even though he doesn't have a very big role is um uh from Red Dwarf okay the guy who plays Rimmer so the hologram that actor was in it and he I haven't seen Red Dwarf I don't think Oh, I feel like we talked about a very long time ago, you watching Red Dwarf or like it was like something you saw that your dad was watching. Oh, no, no, no. So one of my friends back in like high school, he and his dad were really into it. And like their house was kind of the house that everybody would go and like hang out at, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and like our parents went to high school together. So like we've known each other since like before we've known each other and like they would have Red Dwarf playing sometimes, but I like never paid attention to it. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Putting it on the list. (laughs) (laughs) 
the list that <laughs> just keeps getting longer. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Um, yeah. Okay. So the last one it says the title could be a reference to the song "Rock in a Hard Place" by the Rolling Stones. Probably. Other yeah. than that, there's a two-person body count. <laughs> That's pretty. Pretty, uh, pretty low for Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty tame. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on the episode. Some mm-hmm. episodes, I think there's more episodes though where somebody, or there's, it's easier to count the amount of episodes that people haven't died versus that they have died. <laughs> Isn't there like less than five episodes? I think there's like four. Yeah, there's like yeah. four episodes in all of Supernatural and all like 327 episodes that somebody doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, you know, I, monsters yeah. kill people. Yeah, and, and the monsters die too. I mean, those count as the body count usually yeah. mm-hmm. too. So yep. you know, yeah, gotta kill the I bad wonder, guys. I wonder which episodes nobody dies in. We'd have to look that up at some point. Yeah, I wonder if we've already like gone through, you know, a couple of them. Or I know I remember like that. It's been an interesting fact at least once i might be thinking of doctor who though so now i'm doubting my whole life i'm not sure i have no idea <laughs> yeah okay i don't know um, we'll look into it <laughs> well speaking of looking into things <laughs> are you doing it now <laughs> listen i gotta come up with these transitions somehow and let me tell you what i'm not good at it <laughs> so you are uh, our research this week <laughs> the roman goddess that's shocking what a yeah, shocking topic to right? research yeah what <laughs> who would have that um oh, okay so uh this is off of britannica um and it says vesta in roman religion goddess of the hearth identified with the greek hestia um the lack of an easy source of fire in the early roman community placed a special premium on the ever burning hearth fire both publicly and privately maintained thus from the earliest times vesta was assured of a prominent place in both family and state worship okay that was a long sentence (laughs) Um, a little confusing too okay so Maybe I don't know anything about this, but you said like ever burning hearth fire, right? You got to keep yes. that burning. And then you said like, that's like a public and private thing. So like, is there like a, like a public hearth area? There's like, and then public, like, like privately and publicly, it would be the hearth would keep going. Like there's public people, like people would just randomly do it. And then there is like, I don't know. That's kind of what it sounded like to me. Like there is anybody would maintain this. I don't know. It doesn't make okay. Okay, I this whole sentence doesn't really like... make much sense. But there, she has to do with fire. We'll just <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna we'll stick with Vesta right. as a hearth. <laughs> <You know>, like, <laughs> that's what we got out of that sentence. <laughs> All right, got it. Okay. <laughs> um, it says her worship was observed in every household, along with that of the penates and the lairs, um, and her image was sometimes encountered in the household shrine. So that must be what they mean publicly and privately. There must have been like a public hearth and then okay, a private, that's what like, I was going for. In like there's ha- homes. houses. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what that's what I thought we were saying, but we I wasn't sure okay. what I was. I was like, <laughs> are we talking about? Like who's maintaining like, who's keeping it uh, lit, yeah. lit? Yes, lit is the word. Okay. Or yeah. Light. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. I like a light. <laughs> okay. Makes us, right. makes us sound smarter. <laughs> We're keeping it a light. Okay. I'm glad that just now this many episodes in, we're like, what makes us sound smarter? <laughs> um, not much. <laughs> at least on my half, I will say I mean, not much I'm... makes me sound smarter. <laughs> I am good at reading other people's words. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's totally fine. Ooh, it's pouring down rain. Sorry, I just got distracted because I just heard this like, and I'm like, what in the world? It is pouring down rain outside. Run, ponies, run! I know. So it says, the state worship of Vesta was much more elaborate. Her sanctuary was traditionally a circular building in imitation of the early Italian round hut and symbolic of the public hearth. The temple of Vesta in the Roman Forum was of great antiquity and underwent many restorations and rebuildings in both Republican and Imperial times. Um, There burned the perpetual fire of the public hearth attended by the Vestal Virgins. Um, this fire was officially extinguished and renewed annually on March 1st, hey, we just passed that, um, originally the Roman New Year, and its extinction at any other time, either accidentally or not, was regarded as a portent of disaster to Rome. Um, oh. The temple's innermost sanctuary was not open to the public. Uh, once a year, however, on the Vestalia, I'm guessing is how you say that, I'm not totally sure, um, which is June 7th through the 15th, um, it was open to matrons who visited barefoot. <laughs> You can't have okay. shoes. <laughs> you can come in if you're a woman and you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, she liked a uh, foot funk. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, sweaty feet prints, dusty feet prints. Let's be real. In Rome, mm-hmm. I've been to Rome. Modern mm-hmm. times, obviously, like yeah. <laughs> and like everything's real dusty. You know? like, okay, I can only imagine that you know back in the day it was also very dusty. <laughs> yeah, you know, dirt. You know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> holy rain! Can you hear that? Uh, I cannot hear. It is not raining loud enough here for me to hear my own rain. It is so pouring here. It just like started dumping buckets. Is it hailing? <laughs> yes, it is. That's what it is. Okay. I was gonna it say, is usually... raining and also hailing quite, quite bad. Big hails. Anyways, <laughs> I get distracted so easy. I love it. That's okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't love it. Let's be real. But uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, so it says uh, the days of the festival were unlucky. On the final day occurred the ceremonial sweeping out of the building. And the period of ill omen did not end until the sweepings were officially disposed of by placing them in a particular spot along the Clivus Capitolone, uh, Capitolinus. Capitolinus. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wait, I got a question. So they're sweeping all the ashes and stuff. Oh, out of the hearth? Sweeping out of the building. Okay. So, like, basically the dusty people foot funk, right? That's what we're talking about. And I'm guessing ashes and that sort of stuff too. Okay. Like, I, I, I mean, it just sounds like they, they cleaned it once a year. <laughs> okay. Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it says, uh, placing them in a particular spot along the Clivus capital Linus or by throwing them into the Tiber, which is, I'm guessing a river maybe. I think or, so. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember. I feel like I know that name. 
I, I think did. It's a, I took a European history back in the day, and I feel like that might have been a river. And also, I think it is, could yeah. I be lying to you? One thousand percent. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think it's a river. Am I full of shit? Mostly, yeah. I mean, if we both think it's a river, then obviously, <laughs> like, that makes something real. <laughs> but I'm not saying that it makes it real. But I'm saying, like, maybe if two of us have heard that, then maybe it has more of a chance of being real. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with that. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> so it says, in addition to the shrine itself, and between it and the and the velia, um, stood the magnificent atrium Veste. Um, this name originally was given to the whole sacred area comprising the temple of Vesta, um, a sacred grove, the regia, um, headquarters of the Pontifex Maximus, or chief priest, um, and the house of the Vestals, but ordinarily it was des or designated the home or palace of the Vestals. Um, Vesta is represented as a fully draped woman, sometimes accompanied by her favorite animal, an ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like asses are cute, though. They are the little cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, little buggers sometimes, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> as goddess of the hearth fire, Vesta was the patron deity of bakers. Hence, her connection with the ass, usually used for turning the millstone, and her association with Fornax, um, the spirit of the baker's oven. Um, I didn't know ovens had spirits. No, also <laughs> it is now hailing here. Yeah, it's like, like pouring here. It's like you could see it bouncing off the trees. <laughs> okay, I say sorry trees, to interrupt. Like we've got many. We've got like four apple trees and right there. <laughs> so I see them bouncing off of the trees. But yeah. The poor apple blossoms. Yeah. You can make it. There's like leaves dropping because it's just like we'll like pelt a flower oh. petal off of it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, you're good. Um, spirit of the baker's oven. Okay. Um, she is also found allied with the primitive fire deities, um, Caucus and Kaka. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's C-A-C-U-S. Cacus? Cacus? Caucus? I like Caucus better. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaka or Kaka. I don't really know. Kaka. I'm gonna go with Kaka. I like that one better too. Yeah. That means poop. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yep. Fire, man. <laughs> don't put poop in the fire. <laughs> Unless it's dried out horse manure, in which case it will burn like grass. Yep. <laughs> and it will help you start your fire. Yep. Would it still stink? Probably a little, but you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay. So the Vestal Virgins, which they also talked about, and this is part of this, it's a different part kind of, of this article or this page mm -hmm. anyways. Um, uh, it says the Vestal Virgins in Roman religion, six priestesses representing the daughters of the Royal house um, are the ones who tended the state cult of Vesta, the goddess of the hearth. Uh, the cult is believed to date to the 7th century BC. Um, like other non-Christian cults, it was banned in AD 394 by Theodosius, the Theodosius okay. the first. That's okay. an interesting name. I don't know if I've heard of Theodosius. No. I, I feel like I need a cat named Theodosius now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Theo for short. Yeah, that's a good cat name. Don't tell Steve. He's not getting replaced. But no, once no, Steve no. goes... 
Okay, listen, have I told you the names of my cats that I want to have at some point? Have I said no. it on the podcast? No, you haven't even oh. said it to me. Okay, so I want to get a black and white cat and name him Reginald because that's just dapper. That is dapper. That's dapper as fuck. Like it is. <laughs> Reggie for short. Yeah. <laughs> but Reginald, let's be real. And yeah. um, I want to get a orange cat and name him Thaddeus because... <laughs> that just also seems like a fitting name for an orange cat. Yeah, I don't know I like why, but too. it just seems right. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And then, and then I don't really care about the colors of these cats, but like, I need a Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because they're dictators cats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's better than Steve, like, don't get me wrong, but he demands a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Mussolini, I mean, I'm not really, uh, I'm not remembering my history very well, but it's, I'm sure better than naming your cat Hitler. So, well, yeah. I could do a Kittler. <laughs> Get a Mussolini huh. and a Kittler. <laughs> because Mussolini and Hitler, not to make light of what they did, but I no, feel like it would be good not. cat names. Like, and like, Mussolini and Hitler were like BFFs. Like they were. Mussolini yeah. was in Italy and Hitler was in Germany and mm-hmm. like around-ish the same time. Like mm-hmm. give or take, you know, like I do remember that from my history classes. And yeah. like, were they horrible people, awful people? Yes. Should anybody do anything that like like is a nice thing to them? No, but I feel like naming a snarky ass cat Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, could, that. Maybe you should call him like Mousselini. But huh? Mew. They Mew. Oh yeah, the Mew Mew. Okay, I got Mussolini. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm with you. I'm not so sold on the Kittler, but I do need a Mussolini. And then uh-huh. also a Mucifer. <laughs> <laughs> that one I approve of. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or I heard somebody say Lucy Purr, but that just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. I yeah, like Mucifer. Yeah. Also, like one fur. of my mom's cousins has a cat. Her yeah. nickname is Mucifer. So, okay. like, that's how I heard of it. But, like, mm-hmm. I need to have my own Mucifer that's actually named Mucifer, not, like, a nickname. Like, that cat needs to be named Mucifer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and it, it needs to be, like, the sweetest cat ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mucifer. <laughs> it's like, you always be, like, second-guessing that cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I like it. Whatever. So, yeah, those are those are my cat names. Um, <laughs> back to the, uh, <laughs> <Huh>? the, <laughs> the Vestal Virgins here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> uh chosen between wait no did i go too far okay yes theodosius that's what came yes okay yes i found i found my place okay so chosen between the ages of six and ten by the pontifex maximus the chief priest vestal virgins served for 30 years during which time they had to remain virgins afterward they could marry but few did um those chosen as vestal virgins had to be of the required age be freeborn of freeborn and respectable parents um though later the daughters of freed men were eligible i don't know what free freed oh freeborn so that must mean somebody who's not like a servant or a slave yes yes because it I says think. though later the daughters of freed men were eligible so like assuming that so, they weren't free and they have become free so i'm gonna go yeah. with you know owned in some variety which we don't like but 
right they were involved later on mm-hmm. um it says they have or oh, where am i oh they have to have both parents alive and be free from physical and mental defects um they lived in the house of the vestal virgins on the roman forum near the temple of vesta uh, their duties included tending to the perpetual fire in the temple of vesta keeping their vow of chastity fetching water from a sacred spring. Um, Vesta would have no water from the city water supply system, Um, which is not bad. Let me just say, having been in Rome, like all of the water fountains and stuff around there, you can drink the water. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you have like a water bottle or whatever, like I was kind of surprised by that because that's not a thing that happens around here. Like water's free, what? You know, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like we we're doing like a walking tour of Rome at one point when we were there and our tour guide was like, Oh yeah. You know, like here's like all these, like there's fountains that are like spitting out from the sides of buildings or, you know, like there'd be this random like fountain on a street corner somewhere that, you know, had cold drinkable water, you know, cause apparently oh. they're like back in ancient Rome days, like they had, you know, they had their system down to where it's like clean, drinkable, cold water, you know, like even when wow. it's a hundred degrees outside, that water is cold. Cause it was a hundred degrees outside when yeah. we were there easily and the water was cold. <laughs> so wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So kind of a cool thing, but yeah, it is, huh? apparently that water is not good enough for, <laughs> for Vesta. What a diva. <laughs> I know. right? <laughs> um, so other tasks, um, preparing ritual food, caring for objects in the temple's inner sanctuary and officiating at the Vestalia, um, June 7th through 15th, uh, the period of public worship of Vesta. Failure to attend to their duties was punished by a beating, violation of their vow of chastity by a burial alive. Um, the blood of a Vestal virgin could not be spilled. Um, so they couldn't kill you, but they're going to make you dead. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Wait, I got a question. I just want to back yeah. up a little bit. These virgins. Um, okay. So they're, so, okay. You said between the ages of six and I don't ten. remember 10. Okay. So they, is when they're chosen. chosen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then at that point they have to then be, you know, serve for 30 years. So they're 36 to 40. Okay. All right. By the time they're done. Okay. I just was like, what? which is probably then, why most of them didn't marry at that point. Cause like at that point, especially like, back then, like the lifespan's not going to be that much yeah. longer, you know? Like, okay. Okay. You know? I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, right. it says, uh, but the Vestal Virgins also enjoyed many honors and privileges, not open to married or single women of equivalent social status, including emancipation from their father's rule and the ability to handle their own property. That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. So, yeah. And then you got to get human sacrifice. So, I mean, okay. You don't. Only if you break your vow of chastity while you're working. Oh, I thought we're, I thought the end result was like, you got to keep your chastity for 30 years and then we sacrifice you. No, 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 no. They keep their chastity for 30 years and then they're free to marry if they want to. Most of them don't because they're too old at that point, I would assume for at least back in that time. Um, if they break their vow, then they get buried alive. Okay. So back to the episode we just watched, she was talking about getting sacrifices of virgins. So I was assuming that they sacrifice their virgins. 
just because of the show that doesn't have to mean that that's i mean in re- the episode. what happened yeah 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 okay so it doesn't say about like that. sacrifices um yeah, okay. in here let me you know i could probably find that pretty easy um that's, i mean why why she just needs virgins to dust out her inner layer like that's <laughs> yeah that's, that's a weird I mean, reason like, to be a virgin for 30 years so how did people worship vesta this is just off of google um it says uh mm-hmm. yeah like they worshiped her by keeping the fire going it seems like okay so no sacrificing no they okay. well let me see it's gonna go with the do vestal virgins get sacrificed <laughs> the sacrificial items to vesta were usually salt and flour because remember with the hearth, she like the yeah, spirit yeah, the of baking. the ovens or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time like, I open my oven, I'm going to think about this. <laughs> I know. So like, it sounds like she was the, um, the, <sighs> she's the goddess of fire and hearth fire and home. So, okay. And like with that, like the bakers so she was like the baker's goddess Mm -hmm. and they would sacrifice salt and flour to her and then she just needed you know pure quote-unquote people to like tend everything okay okay like the the virgins were not anything to do with other than like they were pure so they could do the goddess's bidding you know (laughs) okay that's what it sounds like to me okay yeah huh I'm just like putting pieces together here. I really don't know anything, but like, I'm just getting this off of like the brief Google blurbs that you get from all the different websites and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Gotcha. I'm with you. Sacrifices to the gods of the home are made by fire and thrown into the flames. What? What? (laughs) Sorry. So (laughs) if you were... So it sounds like some things could be made by fire and then thrown into the fire to be sacrificed. Or okay. That's okay. a different website, but, and I don't know if they're talking about, you know. Okay. Yeah. See on this, on Mythopedia, it says Vesta was the virginal Roman goddess of hearth and home, family life and child rearing. Okay. So. Hmm. All right. Easy snoring. Sorry. She's like, <laughs> That's okay. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but it was pretty loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's okay. that. So okay. uh what was your harassment moment from this week? All right. This one is really embarrassing. It wasn't like horrifically embarrassing until I went home from the situation and I was like, oh. That was embarrassing. I should be embarrassed. I feel <laughs> like shame. I did that. <laughs> so Killian got invited to um, one of his his best friend's birthday parties, which was at Chuck E. Cheese. This is like a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. Like my parents really? never. Yeah. I, I just like I maybe there were parties and I was just never invited or my parents like never just like took me on their own because I mean, you know, to they, be fair, like it's not a great place. <laughs> Oh no, no. And I know that I wasn't like expecting it, but I was kind of yeah. like, I'm going to try to cheese, you know, like, yeah. all right, Killian, like Eric is taking Killian there. So they knew what to expect, but okay. So we go in there and I'm hanging with like, you know, the, basically the, the mom group, you know, mm-hmm. 
and um, the kids are doing whatever, eating pizza and playing games and staying away from the the Chucky animatronic. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking with um, the birthday boy's dad, who I sort of know. Okay. Okay. Full disclosure. This is the same dad that was running by my house. And I was thinking of cat calling and then I didn't. And then I just stared at him for like his whole jog down the street. like a creeper. <laughs> so, you know, I told his wife about it. I know I said this already, but like, yeah. and how creepy I was and like, please apologize. And, and he was like, oh no, like basically like, you know, she needs to do that next time, you know? So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. like I had, yeah, I need the motivation for my run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hadn't like seen him since that moment until this Chuck E. Cheese encounter. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was his kid's birthday, you know, that mm-hmm. we were there for. And so he came up and he was like, oh, hey, Eric. And, uh, and then he was like, Lynn. And he, and he like hugged me, not in a, mm-hmm. you know, weird way, just like a normal yeah. friend hug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. We're, we're hugging now. Like, cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we bullshitted for a little bit and he went to go mingle and um, his wife came up and she's like, so he hugged you. <laughs> and I was like, like uh, am I in trouble? <laughs> I was like. Uh huh. And she was like, was it creepy? Because I told him to go for creepy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, no, it, it wasn't creepy. She's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, later on, we're like all the moms and dads, you know, are like sitting in this kind of like circle between the tables and stuff and just bullshitting. And, and this guy, uh, he's like, hey, you know, the, the dad, he's like, I want to be on your podcast. And I'm like, oh, like, okay. Like, do you watch supernatural? Cause we have guests sometimes. Right. And he's like, yeah. no. And I'm like, okay, well you need to at least watch an episode. I was like, well, you, you know, you'd have to watch an episode, you know, the episode that we were podcasting about, that could be an interesting, you know, dynamic of like someone's perspective, having no idea what's happening. I yeah. don't know. I was like, you know, like, you know, we can talk about it and figure something out and see if that'll work, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> um, what happened? He was, then he started talking about how he really wanted to do it because he was interested in starting his own podcast. And I was like, Hey, that's really cool. And it sounded like he wanted to maybe do like one by himself. He didn't really get into it, but that's the impression I got that he was thinking about starting one Mm -hmm. himself, as opposed to like having a co-host like we do. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, he said something about having, uh, anxiety, you know, about, I don't know if it was like in general or about doing that or whatever, because I decided that was the perfect time to be like, Hey, me too. Like I have anxiety. And like, <laughs> like the whole, like mom squad is like listening to this conversation. And he just like puts his hand in the air and we did like the best high five. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. And then, um, and then I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and yell, like I'm on Xanax right now. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> just like in the middle of Chuck E. Cheese. There I go. Yeah. And he, he, you know, I, he just like high-fived me again and it was totally fine. And like, yeah. I was like, mm. and we quickly moved on with the conversation. I don't remember exactly anything else that happened, but I went home and I was like, wow, was that a poor decision to yell that in Chuck E. Cheese? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, you know, did the kids hear me? I don't think they were next to us, you know, eating at the time, but also maybe they probably they were. have no idea what Xanax even is. So they probably would assume yeah, it's a medication, but, but that's about it. You know? Yeah. But all the parents are now like, oh, that girl takes Xanax. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's no big deal, but probably not the right place. Yeah. Maybe yelling it in the middle of Chuck E. Cheese, you know, saying it like, did you say it though? Kind of loud or did you like yell it, yell it? 
I have no idea. Like, I'll ask, <laughs> I'll ask Sarah can get back to you because he was sitting right next to me. I very carefully, like, didn't look at anyone else after saying that. Like, <laughs> like eh. am I okay? No. So, so that was, um, that happened. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. No one uh, acted weird towards me afterwards, did they? I don't I'm know. sure it's not a big deal. I, yeah. How many of them are also on Xanax? Let's be real. That's true. That's true. Right. You know, like everyone's got something. Everybody's yeah. got something. Yeah. I could definitely fun. stand to be on some Adderall. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's all, it's all good. Yeah. I just, um, you know, connections are not quite being made sometimes. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> I, I just need to, like, now that I have a child, yes, I've had this child for seven years. Like, I should know this by now, but like, you got to really like check the shit that comes out of your mouth, you know? So I'm still learning, I guess. So, eh, we yeah. all do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, what was your rigid or aspect moment? <laughs> Mine is another Maisie moment. And I'm just going to start this off with Maisie broke my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that little shit. <laughs> yep. So... I get home on Saturday, right? This is just a couple days ago. So as of right now, I am sitting down. Yes, but I am sitting down on my, one of my couple of massage face cradles (laughs) (laughs) from my table that I got when I was in school, because like I, they've got the, like the U shape, right. And there's like, I can't have my tailbone or my butt touching the seat without it hurting. So that'll be fun at work tomorrow, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Yeah, it's great. Um, so definitely I was out there and I'm like, okay, like it's sunny. I'm going to go out and I'm going to like ride the horses and exercise them. So that way, like at some point during the summer, like Travis and I can like go out and do a trail ride or do something where like, cause I need Ahsoka to be like, (laughs) you know, somewhat reliable. I'm not taking her out in the wilderness as she is now because let's be real might not end well. It might be totally fine. Am I not, you know, like, yeah, right, right, right. So there's that. But anyways, so like Travis was out there, um, uh, not vacuuming, mowing. He was mowing. I'm like, why would he vacuum the grass? I don't know. <laughs> no, he was mowing the grass. <clears throat> and so backstory about me. I am a little bit afraid of lawnmowers that I, and by a little bit, I mean, like, I am very, very wary of lawnmowers. I am not, I'm not in control of because back when I was in kindergarten, my dad was mowing the lawn. I was out there and a rock went up through the lawnmower, kicked up and hit me in the head. And I had to get stitches and go to the hospital and the whole nine, you know, everywhere. It was, yeah, it was a thing. That sounds super traumatic. Yeah. I don't like lawnmowers. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like, and so I was like, I get like weird about people mowing the lawn around me or like if I'm like walking a dog or something and somebody's mowing the lawn, like I will go the opposite direction. I will turn around and go somewhere else, you know, yeah. like, cause I'm not okay, taking so changes. I just want to like visualize is, is Travis like pushing a lawnmower or is he yes. sitting on a lawnmower? Okay. No, he's okay. using the push mower for this. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And so he's, you know, going about his business, using the push mower and there was like a stick or something in the yard that got caught in the lawnmower. And it was making that sound that lawnmowers make when things get caught in them. And I'm like, you know, so I You're like, it's like, happening again. Right. I know. And so I'm not like running, but I am like very quickly walking. And like yeah. all of a sudden I am on my ass 
and my ass is in a lot of pain, <laughs> like a lot of pain, like instant, yeah. like, Oh, this is bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of like, I remember Maisie like hitting me kind of, but like, it was so fast. She literally like, I don't know what her problem was. If she was just trying to run past me or if, cause I was kind of around the corner. If she like came around the corner, didn't see me and just blasted through me instead of like, a, you know, just changing directions. Yeah. Like, right. I don't know what happened. Time to, yeah. Like, obviously she like doesn't really have very much control of her body. Cause she's still only like five months old. Right. Yeah. And like, she's 50 pounds. Right. So like you get a 50 pound idiot you know, running at you, <laughs> mm-hmm. they might not get it. You know, they might not have time to, you know, change, which okay, fine. So like, it's not her fault, mm-hmm. but like she swept my legs out from behind me, both of them, same time, cleared them both. I went up and then I landed straight on my tailbone. Oh, and Jesus. yeah, like that was like instant lots of pain, like yeah. catching my breath pain. Absolutely. And then of course a split second after that, because I'm now down on the ground, she's like, Oh great. You're on the ground. And then pounces on me. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I was like big mad. Right. So I was like, you're not right. And I like shove her off me. Right. And she's yeah. just like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, but then immediately was excited when I got up and like, okay, let's go again. And it's like, no, no. And I had to like, I couldn't walk it off. Like I made it like, I, and then I, but the thing is, is the lawnmower was still coming at me and he hadn't rounded the corner yet. So he didn't know I was down. Right. So I'm okay. like trying to get up as fast as I can mm-hmm. and like go, you know, to get off of the lawn at the very least, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like sitting there holding my butt <laughs> or standing there holding my butt and Travis like stops. And I'm like, of course, like, I don't cry much, but like that, I was like crying and like a little hysterical, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I would be, t- absolutely. I would be too. Like it yeah. scared me and shocked me, I think more than it was like anything. Well, no, it was really, really painful, but still, you know, like it was one of those that like there was pain and there was like the shock of all of a sudden being on the ground and like mm-hmm. yeah. things pouncing at me and all that sort of stuff. And so like I made it into the garage and like, it took me a good 15 minutes to be able to like walk kind of without like, I mean, not that like I couldn't feel my legs or like, there was no like numbness. Like I wasn't worried about, like I had like some sort of nerve injury, but it was like, you know, like it was painful. Like I'm just like standing there leaning on the truck in the garage going like, (laughs) you know, like, oh my God, you know, like, you know, and so that was, I was kind of just like, okay chill out, breathe. You're fine. You know, like, I mean, that's not hard fine to, stuff, you know, you like, have, yeah. When you have a shock like that coupled with like, you know, severe pain, like yeah. that's super normal. Yeah. So yeah. So that's been fun. So that was Saturday. It is now Tuesday and I still cannot do anything without mm-hmm. it being painful, whether it's yeah. laying down, sitting, standing, moving, whatever. So like bending over and stuff is the worst. Okay. Like for sure. And like getting up and down, but like, cause you have to use your butt muscles for that. Right. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that like, I don't have a broken tailbone. Do I know? No. Is there anything they could do about it if it was broken? No. So, you know, like mm-hmm. no point. My butt is bruised. <laughs> yeah, it is bruised. So I'm assuming that I just have like, you know, a lot of bruising going on from that. And then like my tailbone probably is bruised as well. Like the, like, or my sacrum or whatever it was yeah. you know, that I hit the most, you know, is probably also bruised because mm-hmm. like the whole thing is painful. The sacrum tailbone, everything, like 
everything below my spine <laughs> yeah, right. is in pain. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that like, it's just bruised bad. So I'm not like mm-hmm. too worried about it necessarily. And it is like slightly getting better day to day, but okay. like, I can't do much, you know, like, yeah. there's not a lot that I can do. So, you know, getting there, but like Maisie was a big old ass, but for just wiping me out (laughs) and like yeah is it her fault did she mean to do it was she trying to hurt me no and I know that but still like control yourself dog (laughs) (laughs) and then ever since then she like because she has a thing with jumping on people I've been having to carry her e-collar thing around and buzz her every time like use the vibrate every time she goes to jump on me because like I can't like it hurts when she jumps on me you know and so like Hopefully through all of this, she will learn at least to not jump on people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, you know, did she mean it? No. Is she still an asshole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, no. you know, and she's a cute asshole. She's out there. She's back behind me sleeping. sleeping. Yeah, she is cute. It didn't hurt her feelings at all to take me out, but. <laughs> I know. Aww. You know? So, so I feel sorry. bad because, you know, like, I know it's not like her fault, even though it is, you know, mm-hmm. like. Right. Yeah. She didn't mean to. She didn't mean to. But I do enjoy texting you like a couple times a day with like the how's your butt question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like I do that and I giggle. I'm not giggling at your pain, but like if you get if you get real irritated that I keep asking you about your butt, like just tell me. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. And I'll stop questioning yeah. your butt stuff. I like I have a pretty like high pain tolerance normally. And so like my mom, I like ha- my mom like happened to call me while I had like hobbled onto the couch and like had laid on an ice pack, which hurt so bad. Like, mm-hmm. and it got to the point like everything else on my butt, my back, everything was numb except for the spot that I wanted to be numb. Yeah. Um, because that was too hot apparently at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, too much inflammation, but um, like my mom's calling me and I'm like cussing about the dog and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, it's you know, and I'm like, you know, just kind of keeping it together, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah. Like, you know, like kind of like trying to downplay the whole thing. Like, oh, you're fine. Right. And I'm like, yeah. excuse me, like coming from the one who fell on the ice in January and still her butt is not right. <laughs> like it took me months to get her on a horse after that, which fair, yeah, you know, yeah, like I cannot imagine sitting on one of my horses right now. Like yeah. that sounds like the worst thing that I could possibly do, mm-hmm. but you know, like, <laughs> but, but <laughs> you know, like you would think for somebody that has had that happen to them recently. Yeah. She wouldn't be, be like, more like buttercup. Hey, yeah, that's weird. you know, like, Oh, she's probably, I mean, Maybe she thinks because generally I like have a pretty high pain tolerance that it's probably not that bad. And I'm just like pissed at the dog and like, it'll be fine later. I don't know, like whatever. So Hmm. she didn't seem to take it very seriously. That's annoying. That was kind of annoying. Yeah. I would be mad about that because especially like she knows you have a high pain tolerance, which means if you're in this much pain, like, Hey, it's bad. Yeah. It hurts real bad. And like, it will probably hurt worse on you with your not as high pain tolerance. So. I, my mom has no pain tolerance at all. Like, not really at all. Either, so. But like, you know, and like at one point, I think she did kind of like, I mean, cause this easily hurts worse than when I broke my back mm. easily, you know, mm-hmm. and like immediate pain. Like when I broke my back, like, yeah, I was like, re- like, it was like really achy and deep, you know, like mm-hmm. it was a different type of pain, but it was like tolerable 
you know? Yeah. And like, I didn't know what I had done at the time. Right. So like, mm-hmm. whatever, but like, this was like immediate way worse pain, you know? Like, yeah. and so I'm like, okay. And like, I, at one point was like, no, like this hurts worse than when I broke my back easily, mm-hmm. you know? And she was like, oh, and like, that was it. And I was like, <laughs> great. Okay. But also like when I went to the ER for that, like they weren't even going to, not for my butt, for my back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They weren't even going to give me x-rays because they're like, oh, you're not in enough pain to warrant x-rays. We'll just give you some of this or what this or whatever. And I'm like, no, I got launched off of two horses, none of my own in the past weekend. You know, it's been two days. Like I had a day in between each one. Like I would like an x-ray please, because I hurt. And this is like worse than you know, yeah. what it should be, you know, and you're like, Oh, yeah. you have a fracture. It's like, yeah. How'd you figure that out? Sherlock, you know, like yeah, maybe with an x-ray, you know? So like, yeah. Also, you know, maybe because my mom was with me for that, that she was just like, Oh, well, just because you're in more pain doesn't mean it's bad, you know, mm. sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So that's annoying. Annoying. The whole thing was just kind of a, uh, you know, like yeah. the whole ha- getting knocked over and then like not really being taken seriously. Travis right. took it seriously. He saw me like not able to walk and like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, hey, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so he's been pretty good about that and helping me get, you know, like I've been trying to do some stuff cause I've been home. Right. But like, I can't mm-hmm. really bend over. So like he ran the dishwasher and I like was able to unload the top rack, but like mm-hmm. couldn't get to the bottom. Like I can't bend over like that all the many times. So yeah, I was like, Hey, I did half, you know, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. I mean, you know, it's, it's getting, it is getting better. So Mm -hmm. it's not, it's still not good, but it's getting better. So I'm going to try and go to work tomorrow. We'll see what happens, but at least, you know, I don't have, I have, think I see like three people or something tomorrow and then I have a day off. So we'll see, you know, if I can tolerate it and then like not be miserable the next day, then I'll probably keep going to work. But if I like Mm -hmm. can't do it, then, mm, you know, (laughs) yeah, so, but Okay. Well, thank you for listening to us and our shenanigans. You can email us at itchesandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Uh, I'm just going to interject with, did I just cut you off from something you're about to say? And I'm a huge asshole because I feel like you were still talking and I went into it. I'm sorry. No, I was, I just was like, yeah, like that was it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to. You're good. Okay. Not an asshole. (laughs) Okay. Yay. Okay. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your Idgit and Aspect moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.